Good morning, everyone on Anchor. This is Scott Lutz, and today we are in Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 1 through 47, uh, verses 1 through 37. The Israelites confess their sins. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. On the 24th day of the same month, the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth, and having dust on their heads. Those of, of Israelite descent had separated themselves from all foreigners. They stood in their places and confessed their sins and the wickedness of their fathers. They stood where they were and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a quarter of a day, spent their their God another quarter in confession and worshiping the Lord their God. Standing on the stairs were the Levites, Josh, Jeshua, Bani, Kedemiel, Sabana, Buni, Sherebah, Bani, and Kenanai, who called with loud voices to the Lord their God, and the Levites, Jeshua, Kadamil, Bani, Hashabaniah, Sherebiah, Hodiah, Shabani, and Pethahiah, said, Stand up and praise the Lord your God, who is from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name, and be, may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens, even the highest heavens, and all their starry hosts that on the earth and all that is on it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to everything, and the multitudes of heaven worship you. You are the Lord God who chose Abram and brought him out of Ur, and child of the Chaldeans, and named him Abraham. You found his heart faithful to you, and you made a covenant with him so to give to his descendants the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and Gergashites. You have kept your promise because you are righteous. You saw the suffering of your of our forefathers in Egypt. You heard their cry at the Red Sea. You sent miraculous signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against all his officials and all the people of his of this land, of his land, for you knew how arrogantly the Egyptians treated them. You made a name for yourself, which remains to this day. You divided the sea before them, so you so they that they passed through it on dry ground. But you hurled their pursuers in the depths like a stone into mighty waters. By day you led them with a pillar of cloud, and by night with a pillar of fire, to give them light on the way they were to take. You came down on Mount Sinai. You spoke to them from heaven. You gave them re regulations and laws that are just and right, and decreased the commands that are good. You made, made known to them your holy Sabbath, and gave them commit commands, decrees, and laws through their, your servant Moses. In their hunger, you gave them bread from heaven, and in their thirst, you brought them water from the rock. You told them to go in and take possession of the land you had sworn with uplifting hand to give them. To give them. But they are foreigners, are foreigner, for, but they are forefathers, became arrogant and stiff-necked, and did not obey your commands. They refused to listen and faith and failed to remember the miracles you performed among them. 
They became stiff-necked and, in their rebellion, appointed leader in order to return to their slavery. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Therefore you did not desert them. Even when they cast for themselves an image of a calf and said, This is your God who brought you up out of Egypt. And then they committed awful blasphemies. Because of your great compassion, you did not abandon them in the desert. But by day the pillar of cloud did not cease to guide them on their path, nor the pillar of fire. By night to shine on the way they were to take. To take. You gave them good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manna from their mouths, and you gave their wa them water to their thirst. For forty years they you sustained them in the desert. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out, nor did their feet become swollen. You gave their them kingdoms and nations, allotting to them every even the remote remotest frontiers. They took off the country of Sihon, king of Heshbon, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. You made their sons as numerous as the stars in the sky, and you brought them into the land that you told their fathers to enter and possess. Their sons went in and told, took possession of the land. You subdued them before them, the Canaanites who lived in the land. You handed the Canaanites over to them, along with their kings and the peoples of the land, to deal with them as they pleased. They kept, captured fortified cities and per fertile land. They took possession of houses filled with all kinds of good things, well, wells already dug, vineyards, olive groves, and fruit trees in abundance. They ate to the full and were f well nourished. They revealed in their great goodness, but they did not they were disobedient and rebelled against you. They put your law behind their backs. They killed your prophets who had ad admonished them in order to turn them back to you. They committed awful blasphemies. So you handed them over to their enemies. You oppressed them. But when they were oppressed, they cried out to you from heaven and you heard them. And in your compa great compassion, you gave them deliverers rescued them from the hand of their enemies but as soon as they were were at rest they again did what was evil in your sight then you, you abandoned them to the hand of their enemies so they that they ruled over them and when they cried out to you again you heard from heaven in your compassion you delivered them time after time you warned them to Return to your law, but they became arrogant and disobeyed your commands. They sinned against your ordinances, but by which a man will live if he obeys them. Stubbornly they turned their backs on you, became stiff-necked, and refused to listen. For many day years you were patient with them, but your spirit you admonished, admonished them through your prophets, yet they paid no attention. So you handed them over to the neighboring peoples, but in your great mercy you did not put an end to them or abandon them, for you are gracious and merciful God. Now therefore, O our God, the great, mighty, and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love, do not let all this hardship seem trifling in your eyes. 
the hardship that has become upon us, upon our kings and leaders, upon our priests and prophets, upon our fathers and all your people for the days of the kings of Assyria up till now, until today. In all that has happened to us, you have been just. You have acted faithfully while we did wrong. Our kings, our leaders, our priests, and our fathers did not allow your law, did not follow your law. They did not they did not pay attention to your commands or the warnings you gave them, even while they were in their kingdom, enjoying your great goodness to them in the spacious and fertile land you gave them. They did not serve you or turn from their evil ways. But see, we are slaves today, slaves in the land you gave our forefathers, so they could not eat its fruit and the other good things it produces. Because of all our sins, an abundant harvest goes to the kings you have placed over us. They rule over our bodies and our cattle as they please. We are in great distress. The agreement of the people. In view of all this, we are making a binding agreement, putting it in in writing. And our leaders, our lives, and our Levites and our priests are affixing their seals to it. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. This is your New Testament reading. We are Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 47. Jesus before Pilate. Let's go ahead and begin. Very early in the morning, the chief priests with the elders, the teachers of the law, and the whole Sanhedrin reached a decision. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Are you the king of the Jews? They asked Pilate. Yes, it is as you say, Jesus replied. The chief priests accused him of many things. So again Pilate asked him, Are you the you going to answer? See how many things you they are accusing you of? But Jesus still made no reply, and Pilate was amazed. Now if it was the custom of the feast to release a prisoner from the people requested. A man called Barabbas was in prison with the the insurrectionists who had committed murder in their uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did. Do you want me to release to you the, the king of the Jews? asked Pilate, knowing it was out of envy that the chief priests had handed him Jesus over to him. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews? Pilate asked him. Crucify him, they shouted. Why? What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder. Crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers mocked Jesus. The soldiers led Jesus away in the palace, that is the praetorium, and called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a robe, purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him. And they began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. 
Then they led him out to crucify him. The Crucifixion A certain man named Cy from Cyrene, Simon the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way from the, from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought him to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. When they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it, and they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. It was the third hour when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two robbers with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Lest, let this Christ, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross, that he may see and, bap and believe. Those crucif crucified with him also heaped insults on him. The death of Jesus. At the sixth hour, darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabbathani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then some of those standing near heard this. They said, Listen, he's calling Elijah. One man ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, and put it on a stick and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes down, comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of, the, of Jesus heard this, his cry and saw how he died, he, surely, he said, surely this man was the son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and the younger, and of Joseph and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. The burial of Jesus. It was preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath. So in, as evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the, of the council, was himself waiting for the kingdom of God went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus' Jesus's body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph brought, bought some linen cloth, took down the body, wrapped it in the linen, and placed it in a tomb cut out of rock. Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you and thank you for everything. Thank you for dying on the cross for us, Lord God. I ask that you watch over us, keep us safe from the enemy, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.